0: Hi there, and welcome to another episode of Start to Finish. Today, we're taking a deep dive into our minds, exploring how psychological biases, aka the voice or voices in our head, subtly sabotage our financial decisions. In the last episode, I talked a bit about this and judging by the feedback I received, several people seem to be sitting at this table. I'm referring to the hero complex table. We've all encountered someone who throws money at problems driven by the need to be a savior or maybe it's not about throwing money at people. Maybe when a need arises, they appeal to your emotions and you consider it empathetic to help out. While your intentions might be good, this bias can lead to unsustainable giving and neglect of your overall financial health. Meanwhile, as difficult as it may seem, actual help lies in informed and responsible action, not just throwing coins into a wishing well. So when you think about hero complex, You don't have to imagine a friend constantly throwing lavish parties for everyone and neglecting their bills. It is more likely to be a colleague who buys lunch for the entire team while struggling to save for their own goals or in some drastic cases, doesn't even have money to go home. Hero complex can stem from various things including childhood experiences, seeking validation and low self-esteem. If as a child, an individual often felt powerless or neglected, it can lead to a strong desire to control situations and be the rescuer in adulthood. Similarly, some individuals use generosity to gain approval and admiration from others. In other cases, it could be an attempt to compensate for insecurities by fixing others' problems, Basically, a misguided attempt to boost self-worth. So how do we overcome hero complex in in our finances? It starts with self-awareness. Ask yourself, am I giving out of a genuine desire to help or am I driven by a need for validation? Am I neglecting my own needs and goals in the process? Once you understand your motivations, you can make conscious choices that are both impactful and sustainable. So maybe in your case, it is not hero complex. Maybe it's the social media's carefully curated feeds that fill this bias, making us compare our realities to unrealistic portrayals of success. Without discipline, this can lead to impulse purchases, overspending, and neglecting our own financial goals in the pursuit of an illusion. I could say that the journalists that you're trying to keep up with probably have their own financial struggles, but who cares if they don't? Don't let any highlight reel or unboxing video or ASMR or day in my life reel distort your reality. Focus on your journey and set realistic goals based on your income and values remember comparison is the thief of joy especially when it comes to your finances another sneaky and often overlooked comp- culprit is anchoring bias. this is where we fix it on an initial piece of information that we receive about something and then use it as some sort of reference point to anchor everything else every sort of information we receive about that thing on that first point so interestingly this initial information can be factual like a price or it can be subjective like someone's opinion. The problem is we tend to stick to this anchor even when we are presented with additional relevant information leading to potentially biased decisions. You know how people say first impressions are hard to shake? Yeah anchoring bias sort of sucks that way. Unfortunately, unlike first impressions which can change over time, Overvaluing the initial information, even when you're presented with new information, can be difficult. Anchoring bias causes difficulty adjusting away from the anchor, leading to inaccurate estimates, negotiations, and more. So for example, let's say you want to buy a rabbit. Don't ask me why we're buying a rabbit. They're cute and they eat carrots. Like, what more could you want? Anyway, if you're told that a rabbit is worth 20,000 Naira, you might be more likely to accept an offer of 19,000 Naira even if that's still above market value. That is how outgoing buyer shows up in negotiations. So because someone has told you that a rabbit costs 20,000 Naira, you get to a vendor and the vendor says it's 19,000 Naira. Then in your head, you're like 19, 20, the difference is so much. Meanwhile, the actual market value of a rabbit is 15,000 Naira. But because you've already anchored your decision based on the first initial information, that is the price of 20,000 that you received, you go ahead and make that purchase anyway. In making estimates, if you're asked to guess the number of peanuts in a jar after someone else guesses 500, your guess is likely to be closer to 500 than the actual number. Another example is Companies might display a more expensive version of a product alongside the one they want you to buy, making the desired option seem more affordable. So, what causes anchoring bias? For starters, heuristics, mental shortcuts that save us time and energy but can lead to biases. Another example is availability bias. We judge things based on how easily we can recall similar examples, which can be influenced by the anchor. So for instance, if you go to buy something, the vendor tells you this thing is 30,000 Naira. Your mind quickly draws a straight line between that um, price and the event that maybe your friend or someone you know bought a similar item, maybe 29,000 Naira, you're like 29, 30, that's fair, and you go ahead and purchase. So the availability of a similar information makes you conclude that that is a worthy purchase. Lastly, confirmation bias. We tend to seek out information that confirms our initial beliefs, making us less likely to adjust away from the oomph ankle. Funny enough, these um, examples are applicable to finance, but strangely, they are actually valid in other areas of our lives as well. I'll leave that to you to turn over in your spare time. Here are some suggestions on how to avoid anchoring bias. I know for some folks, some of these suggestions will seem like I'm asking them to fly, but your previous ideals never really worked so you might as well try these ones out. So for starters, be aware of their existence and don't be ingenious about it, disingenuous about it. Admit and accept it. Secondly, consider all available information. The internet is teeming with resources so don't base your decisions solely on the first thing you hear or see. Thirdly. And this is a big one seek multiple perspectives i know i know but it is important for you to overcome your biases by feeding your mind with multiple perspectives and it is the most important way to overcome a bias if i do so myself because you'd have to be a special type of person to be confronted with new information but refuse to change your opinion i'm not naming any names but we know those type of people Anyway, consult different sources and experts before making a judgment. Research, gather independent information, and don't blindly accept the anchor as a given. Critically evaluate its validity. Like, why did you buy it for 30k? is it that the vendor just was happy to see your face? Was that a sales day? Was he low on, um, you know, on patronage that he just really wanted to sell something? Did you not care how much it was? Like, ask all of these questions. And then the third Um, you know, bias we're going to talk about is loss aversion. This bias makes us fear losing money more than the potential joy of gaining it. It can lead to us holding on to bad investments, avoiding calculated risks, and missing out on growth opportunities. Remember, calculated risks are essential for financial progress, so don't fear the loss. You can learn, diversify, and invest wisely. So, loss aversion makes us more motivated to avoid losses than to acquire gains and this can lead to risk averse behavior and missed opportunities and because there's no such thing as reward without risk well you're potentially putting yourself and your entire financial well-being at risk that wasn't a pun (laughs) we can avoid loss aversion over time um if you know if you've experienced loss which had severe consequences it could explain why you are why you've developed a loss aversion and it could also be how information is presented this can influence whether we perceive it as gain or as loss triggering loss aversion differently we have also considered ways to mitigate these biases but for loss aversion particularly i recommend setting stop losses in financial decision making Define an acceptable loss threshold to avoid emotional decision making. Finally, the ever optimistic optimism bias. We often overestimate our future financial success and underestimate potential risks. This can lead to underestimating expenses, overestimating future income, and neglecting emergency savings. Hope is great, but planning is greatest. Be realistic create a budget and have a safety net for unexpected bumps in the road. These are a few of many biases that can influence our money choices and the key to be aware of them, the key is to be aware of them, understand how they might be affecting your decisions and actively work to counter their influence. The biggest tip is to educate yourself. Financial well-being is a journey and not a destination so you can't even use this podcast as a this episode as a reference point in evaluating your biases there are more biases that actually exist so maybe some of these don't apply to you but there are others that exist and hopefully in subsequent episodes we'll get into them now i'm certain you learned a thing or two in this podcast so please share with a friend don't be a gatekeeper we hate those here don't forget to like and follow the financial literate on ig for more and remember stay frugal